Magic is what happens when you find balance between method and madness, science and art. Welcome to the Magic Maker Podcast, the place where entrepreneurs who want to find magic can access aha moments and simple steps to big dreams. I'm your host, Jay Nicole Smith, but you can call me Nick. Let's get started, shall we? magic makers. By the time you are listening to this, it is going to be December. December. Ugh. But even if you're not listening to this podcast at the time that it is released, it is always a good time to stop and think about how quickly stuff is moving. I know this Q4 holiday season goes especially quickly, but this whole season that we've been exploring about momentum is really about how to leverage that activity, that action, that movement for a benefit instead of fighting against it and feeling caught up in it. And I know this time of year in particular, it's so important that we feel grounded and that we're able to really flow and love that all that energy and all that uh, movement that's happening instead of feeling flattened by it. By the time you're listening to this, I will be back in the UK, but as I record this, I am in Seattle where I am celebrating Thanksgiving with my family. And of course, we're moving into the Black Friday craze, which being someone who lives in England now, I am loving actually because (laughs) we just went to Target and got some crazy good deals that we weren't expecting, um, stocking up on basics for us and the baby, which was super cool. So I'd love to hear about what Black Friday deals and specials you might be doing in your business. You can go tell me about that over in our free group um, at facebook.com slash groups slash magicmakershq. That's where we have ongoing conversations about the stuff in this podcast and more. So if you're doing some sort of Black Friday promo, I'd love for you to uh, share it in there. We've got a thread going for Black Friday. So you can go check that out and give us your your awesome deals that you're running um, over this Cyber Monday and Giving Tuesday and this time of sales and promotions. But that's actually not what I wanted to talk about today. Today, our topic um, for looking at momentum through a new lens is about how to relax into it. And you, if you've been in this world for any length of time, you know that I talk a lot about ease and finding ease and finding the easy way. And in fact, we just completed this amazing fast and easy planning challenge over in that Facebook group I mentioned, where each of the five days we looked at one key decision to help you make more money with more ease in the new year. And this is a really interesting um, sort of challenge to kind of look at any time of year because, you know, actually we don't need to just be doing planning you know, in December and January uh, for the new year, we need to be looking at this stuff all year long. So I encourage you to go check that out. Um, The link is in the show notes if you want to go watch the five videos where we explored the five key decisions that you need to make to make planning and making more money with more ease easier. Um, And that was a great challenge. We had so much fun with it. I've never actually done a live video five-day challenge like that before, and I loved it. It was super fun. So we'll definitely be doing that again. We gave away some great prizes and we drew some animal spirit guide cards, which were like spookily accurate. It was so good. But today I want to talk to you about a slightly different angle of relaxing into momentum. And that is how to really uh, ditch the comparison 
syndrome uh, that we all get looking around on Instagram and Pinterest and feeling like everybody's doing it better than us. I'm going to give you some some steps to really basically get out of ego um, and really be able to focus on staying in your own lane and building profit, building revenue in your business um, instead of worrying about what everybody else is doing. So um, let's not uh, delay. I definitely encourage you to join that Facebook group and carry on this conversation. Tell us what you're up to. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode. Um, And like I said, tell us what kind of deals you've got going in your business. It's a fun opportunity to see what everybody's up to. And that's it. Facebook.com slash groups slash Magic Makers HQ. But for now, let's make some magic, shall we? So today, fundamentally, we are here to talk about how to get out of comparison. And this is something I discovered years and years ago um, in some of my early entrepreneur days because I was really struggling in my business. If you know my story, then you know that when I started my business, just weeks after opening my photo studio, graphic design studio, and retail store... Um, I got into a lawsuit. I had to sue uh, the people that my partner and I had gone into contract with to provide stuff for our store. Um, and they'd sort of swindled us to the tune of like $50,000. It was a lot. And so instead of popping champagne for our grand opening, we were going to the lawyers and writing up our lawsuit documents. And that whole thing lasted like five years. And in the end, we did win. But they filed bankruptcy. So we never really got paid. And it was only a couple of years ago that I just finished paying off that original debt plus all the legal fees that went into that. So it was a really hard lesson for me. And during that time, I was just hustling so, so hard. I was properly in hustle camp. And every single dollar that I made went to pay rent, bills, and legal fees. It was awful. It was a really difficult time in my life. And yet... Even though I had all that pressure and I needed to perform financially to just get the bills paid, I really kind of in retrospect, after I got through that period, looked back and realized that the stuff that I was really spending a lot of my time on, the stuff that I was pursuing, wasn't really getting me closer to my financial goals. It was getting me closer to these other goals that I had, which were based purely in ego. Now, one of the things that I talk about um, when I do, I've done boot camps and my uh, Magic Maker Business Academy, one of my favorite exercises has been what I call this ego versus profit exercise. And um, if you go to the show notes, you can actually download um, this worksheet uh, to do this exercise. But basically what we're looking at is basically being able to determine if the decisions that we are making, if the goals that we are pursuing are based in how they will make us feel about ourselves or how other people will perceive us, or if they're actually impacting our bottom line in our business. Now, I'm not saying it's not cool to have ego-based goals. It's totally cool. Things like wanting to you know, publish a book or speak on stages or you know, be famous, be on TV, whatever it is, you know, be featured in magazines, whatever it is for you in your business that is just, it would feel really good and contribute to your authority. That's great stuff and it definitely, definitely serves a purpose. However, 
it is really important to acknowledge that whether your goal is an ego-based goal or whether it's a profit-based goal, because what I've seen happen over and over is, you know, I'm not the only entrepreneur that's done that (laughs) and pursued, you know, goals that weren't actually going to move me financially forward. And for me, back in the day, 2005 or so, 2006, I was a pet photographer and a graphic designer. And my goals were really around wanting to shoot the cover of magazines, wanting to do my own books, wanting to work with particular clients. And none of those things actually were financial goals. They were all about eagle and authority. And, you know, I was really lucky. I was able to hit a lot of those goals very, very quickly. But once I hit those goals, I was like, okay, so I have these magazine covers and I have this book and I've worked with these clients, but I still feel broke and stretched thin and stressed out. What is going on? And I actually had to kind of look at this and realize, oh, I haven't set any revenue goals. I haven't set any profit goals. <laughs> I haven't set any like how many customers or how many shoots or how many how much time do I want to be spending doing X, Y, and Z goals. All the things that I've been pursuing have been totally ego. And again, that's okay as long as there's balance. We really need to have balance. So the question I want to invite you to ask yourself right now is, is the stuff that feels most urgent to you right now in your business um, stuff that is going to feed your bank account or stuff that's going to feed your ego? Because oftentimes the ego stuff can masquerade as the most important. But when you do actually achieve it, it doesn't actually grow your business as much as you'd like. You know, the occasional, you know, book or the occasional magazine feature can sometimes contribute to growth, but it is definitely not where you want to start if you're feeling like you're really strapped for cash or clients at the moment. It is definitely not where you want to be putting your time and energy because there are other much more simple things that you can do that are going to move the bottom line faster. So one thing I want to tell you about before I give you some tips on how to make sure that you're in the profit zone instead of the ego zone is I want to tell you about a program that I just opened up. And there's probably, by the time you're listening to this, only another day or two left to actually get into it. And it's called the Strategy Safari. And this is your only opportunity to grab my 2020 planner, which isn't just a blank calendar, by the way. It is a 200-page workbook to make those key decisions I mentioned in the intro, and to look at your business through the lens of the five laws of entrepreneurship and the four essential elements, which are the keys to actually building a strategy instead of a plan to actually move your business forward. So if you are focused right now on growing your business, if you want to make more money with more ease in 2020, if you are interested in really looking at the profit side of your business, then you definitely want to check this out. And the link is in the show notes but you can also get there by going to go.janicolesmith.com slash mm-planner. We've also got links in Instagram in the bio and in the show notes where you can get in on the strategy safari. And what the strategy safari is, is just a way to make planning and accountability fun. So it includes 12 months of coaching calls and accountability plus our annual planner, which is unlike any planner out there. It is basically a workbook for making key decisions, for tracking your metrics, for getting really clear on your four essential elements, your why, your who, your what, and your where. So you can really get what you need to get the foundations in place to make more money with more ease. Notice I'm not saying make more money with more hustle, (laughs) make more money with more ease. So if that's something you're looking for in 2020, 
act fast and definitely hop over and take a look at that because we're only going to be open for another couple of days. And that is the only way you can get access to our planner. We send it to you totally free when you join the safari. And if you're into a bit of magic, the reason it's a safari is because I kind of believe that plans are static and boring and you need to build a strategy instead. And I explain that over there um, on the planner page, which you can see. But really what we're looking at is being able to get you something clean, simple, and easy that is so memorable that you can implement it, remember it, and do it every single day instead of just filling out this massive plan that goes in a drawer that you never look at again. And 85 to 90% of organizations fail at implementing their plans. So you're not alone if that's how you've been in the past as you've tried to create a plan and it doesn't work. You want to be in the 3 to 15% that are getting it done. And this program is built around the four-step formula that's going to help you do that. So hop over and have a look at that if that's of interest to you. And for now, I'm going to give you a little bit more info on how to make sure as you move into 2020, whether you're in the safari with us or not, whether you've got our planner or not, you're able to really focus on building profit and revenue centric activities instead of egocentric activities for the coming year. So the big, big thing that I want to just say to you, and I know you know this, but you know, sometimes you just need to hear it again, is that we need to stop trying to hack everything and do it faster and get there quicker. And this has been a really, actually, for me personally, this has been a really tough lesson in the past year. I have really struggled with this because when I switched businesses and I started my online business, I was able to grow really quickly because I was inside of a small niche in the pet space. And as I've expanded outside of that niche, I have been subject to the same conversion rates and stats and data as everybody else. And I found that really humbling and difficult. And what I realized is that I was in this mentality of hustle, hustle, hack, hack, grow it faster, do it faster than other people. And there's no awards for that. (laughs) That's not going to actually be anything that works for you, trying to just hack everything and do it faster. And it also keeps you in this constant state of stress and adrenaline. So the message that I've received loudly and clearly, especially since having a kid, (laughs) is this really strong message to just relax and not just like kick back and put your feet up and wait for everything to come to you, but just to show up stop spending all this time trying to hack it and be perfect and do it faster and get the edge and just show up. So I have four sort of messages for you today about how to actually do that in a way that is going to grow your business, that is going to make sure that you're doing revenue and profit basic activities that are going to help you get more clients and make more money. So the first one is love your people. And do that in a really generous way. So if you have a Facebook group, if you have an email list, if you have any existing clients, if you have three people on the email list, it doesn't matter. Show up for them and do it from a place of love. I hear all the time how stressed people are about having an email list and not doing their newsletter and blah, blah, blah. Really try in 2020 to transition out of the feeling of should and have to and transition into the feeling of There's a few people out there who really want to hear from you. They love what you do and share your passion with them. Show them love. Be generous with your energy and your affection and really channel the reason that you're doing this in the first place to them so they can see it and feel it and hear it and taste it and touch it. 
that is one of the best hacks you can ever do for your business is focus on building those relationships. That is one of the core things that brands do better than businesses because we act human and we care. So I'm not saying spend all your time chatting with your people, but really, really focus on how you can build those relationships in 2020. Again, in a way that feels easy for you. You don't need to, you know, bend over backwards to do things that are impossible. There's going to be a really beautiful balance between something you love and enjoy and something that other people love and enjoy as well. And when you come at it from a place of love and generosity, it's a really fun experience. And I would encourage you to make it fun. When I had a retail store, after I finished my marketing master's degree, I had a pet boutique in Southwest London. And I absolutely love this place. It was so beautiful. And one of my favorite parts of that boutique was every month I would do an email, I guess you would call it a newsletter, although I hate that word, (laughs) um, to everyone on our mailing list. And our mailing list was small. It was only a few hundred people, but they were all people who'd been in the shop or wanted to come in the shop. And they were sort of our friends and neighbors. And I would do this newsletter from the point of view of my dogs. I had a Great Dane and a French Bulldog at the time, and the shop was called Little and Large. And there was always a little message from Charlie and Olivia at the beginning of the email from their point of view. Um, talking about what was going on in the shop or in our personal life. And it was always signed Charlie and Olivia with their little paw prints. And then the rest of the newsletter continued from that. And I didn't think much of it because I just thought it was sort of a fun, you know, not the most original thing in the whole world. I'm not the only person who's ever done this for sure. But I still get people talking to me about this newsletter. And that was like five years ago. They absolutely loved getting these little messages from the dogs. And it really lit up their, you know, day or week. And, you know, the fact that five years later, people I barely even know are still mentioning it to me is really remarkable. So love your people and have fun with it. Let it be fun and something that you put time and love into because it's fun and you care instead of feeling like you have to, or you should, or it's some sort of punishment. The the second thing is to really hold your boundaries. It is really, really difficult to become profitable or to grow your revenue when you are just bleeding time everywhere. And I am a firm believer that time is our greatest resource. And boundaries is fundamentally about preserving your time and energy. And, you know, one of the reasons I think it's so important that we try and find freedom and fulfillment by building a brand instead of just a business is that freedom is all about choosing how you want to spend your time. And using a brand to do that instead of a business is all about making it fun and creating alignment instead of all this should and punishment. But in order to do that, in order to be very generous, like I've just described, you have to have boundaries. You have to know in advance what you are and are not willing to do. And sometimes that requires one very uncomfortable thing, which is saying no. And there's a podcast, I think it's in the first episode, excuse me, the first season, um, all about the graceful no. So if that's something you struggle with, definitely go check out that episode um, because that's really going to help you. But holding boundaries is absolutely essential for you to be more productive, for you to be able to operate from a place of love and fun instead of stress, and for you to make sure that you're getting what you want and need. And one of the most important things is what I'm going to suggest for number three, which is just to do the work, right? Do the work. Stop trying to hack it, get there faster, figure out the shortcut, and just show up. In full transparency, one of the ways I've really struggled to show up and do the work is with this podcast. I love 
being here and chatting with you guys. I absolutely love doing this podcast. It is something that gives me tremendous joy and I get great feedback on it. But for some reason, I've really struggled to create momentum and consistency with it. I have struggled to show up and do the work. And part of that is, you know, anytime you're doing a new marketing activity or doing a new piece of content, you never know if anyone's out there listening or if they're getting any value out of it. And so before you reach that point of momentum, it can be hard to continue on because you're like, is anyone out there? (laughs) But the other thing is that, you know, it's a commitment, right? When you commit to do a weekly podcast, you got to do that weekly podcast. Um, And we do it in season so we can do bursts and then take breaks. But I've struggled to show up and do the work with the podcast and and commit to that. And that's one of the things that I'm going to change in the new year is to do this podcast no matter what and to really make it a priority because it's just a really important place for my sanity and for my enjoyment of my job and also for marketing to show up and do this consistently so that if you're here subscribing, there's an episode waiting for you every week. And I would invite you to look at where are the places in your business where you need to just show up and do the work, where you can just create the consistency that you're looking for, create a new habit where you can just be committed and do the work and just commit to doing it consistently because that is what momentum is all about. And the fourth thing I want to share with you today has been a journey, another sort of personal journey that I've been on, especially since um, getting pregnant and having um, a child. I've talked about this a little bit in this sort of need to ask for help and how tricky that can be. But it's not necessarily about asking for help today that I want to talk about. It's being open to receiving. And this is something I personally have struggled with, but I've seen a lot of the entrepreneurs that I've worked with struggle with it too, where we give and give and give and give. And we really struggle to receive. And this could be as simple as receiving a compliment. It can be receiving money. It can be receiving feedback. We really struggle to be open and let stuff in, especially if those things are generous. For me personally, I always struggle with this feeling of reciprocity that I feel like I can't accept very generous things because then I have to give it back in some way. And that's exhausting, right? (laughs) And it's bullshit. Like we should be willing and able to just hold our hands open and receive what people want to give to us. And one of the lessons I'm learning recently, and my husband and I have been talking about this a lot, is that letting people help and serve you is one of the most fulfilling things for us humans. We love to serve. We love to help. And when you don't allow that in, you're making it very, very difficult for people to get joy out of a relationship with you. If you're always refusing help or refusing compliments, it can put a strain on a relationship. But the same goes with money. If you're someone who struggles to take a compliment or you struggle to ask for help, you are probably also someone who is either consciously or subconsciously resistant to receiving money. So that's something to really, really explore if you want to go into the woo for 2020 is receiving, being open to receiving. And this is a huge, huge part of building up your profit and your momentum is being open to that. So I encourage you to explore that. It's definitely been an interesting journey for me and one that has brought me all kinds of surprises and some tough stuff that I've had to look at and deal with. But I know that it's absolutely essential for you know, this momentum, because one of the reasons you might not be building consistency or momentum in your business is you're afraid of receiving. You're afraid of what success might actually bring. So that's definitely worth exploring because that might be the very thing that's getting in your way and keeping it from happening. Basically what this is about today is expanding. And the message that I want to leave you with is that all the best stuff is in the spaciousness that appears when you stop trying to be someone else 
faster than being you right now. All the best stuff is in the spaciousness that appears when you stop trying to be someone else faster than being you right now. This is the key to getting out of comparison. It's the key to getting out of all these ego-based decisions so that you can actually have that more money with more ease or more audience with more ease in 2020. So I hope that you found this episode useful. Again, I would love for you to hop over to our free Facebook group over at facebook.com slash groups slash magicmakershq and join our conversation about this ego versus profit stuff. You can find the show notes um, wherever you're listening to your podcast or over at jnicolesmith.com slash podcast for this episode of Ego Versus Profit and How to Relax Into Momentum to get that workbook that I mentioned to work through this question for yourself. Um, and I hope to see you over there so we can continue this conversation. Um, and as I mentioned, we have probably when you're listening to this less than 24 hours left for you to jump in to the strategy safari. If you want to get our beautiful 200 page workbook, a 2020 planner sent directly to you wherever you live in the world and to join us for a year of accountability and tracking and measuring your metrics as well as looking at the month ahead, plus a little bit of magic from some of our animal spirit guides um, to take us on a journey of getting your ideas out into the wild and getting out of static planning and getting into dynamic, exciting strategy that works for you. And we can put this ego versus profit stuff into action so you can love up your people, hold your boundaries, do the work, and be open to receiving. I hope you guys have a beautiful week and a lovely entrance into December, and I will catch you next week. Bye. Thank you.